Once again, I want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're in a series dealing with how to live an overcoming life and what does it mean to live abundantly as Jesus spoke about. Today's podcast is entitled, The Holy Spirit Helps Us to Overcome. We're going to discover how we will overcome when the Holy Spirit convicts us. We're going to learn where God's Word tells us that conviction is beneficial to us, and we'll understand why we need and when we need to be convicted. We're going to see why we must never compare condemnation with conviction. That's a very important point of this podcast, and I hope you'll listen real close when we get to that area. I'll repeat that. See why we must never compare condemnation and conviction. And we're going to finally talk about what does it mean when the Holy Spirit convicts. So with that, I'm excited about it. Matter of fact, I want to get right into it. But first, we need to pray. I don't want to do anything without asking the Holy Spirit's guiding and direction and helping us to go through this podcast. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity we have to get into your word, to talk about it, to discuss it, and to seek help and guidance for our life. And I pray now that the Holy Spirit would come in and take control. I surrender all my work and efforts to you. I ask that you would direct my thoughts, my minds, the word that comes out, and I pray that you would touch and anoint those who are listening in. Because people tune into this podcast on overcoming and living an abundant life because that's something they need or something they want to help other people achieve. So I need the Holy Spirit to move in a very special way. So do what only you can do. Take this to a level that I'd never be able to get to without your direction, your guidance, and your leading. And I'll be careful now to give you the praise for what's about to take place. I'll give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. First of all, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. I believe it's one that could help you. I know it's been very helpful to me and giving additional clarity to individuals who are seeking that overcoming life. You see, to understand how the Holy Spirit convicts us, we need to look at God's Word. So let's start with John chapter 6, verses 7 and 8 in the New Living Translation. In chapter 16 in the book of John, we see and understand how the Holy Spirit works and what conviction is all about and what condemnation is about. You see, Jesus is telling his disciples that he will soon be leaving them and he was going to leave them the comforter who's going to help them. So in verse number seven, here's what he said. But in fact, it is best that I go. Now, see, they were frustrated because he was leaving. They were confused. They didn't know why everything was going on. So he said, "It in fact, it's best now that if I go away because I If I don't, the advocate won't come. You see, Jesus called the Holy Spirit the advocate. This means that he is the comforter, the encourager, the counselor, the helper, the provider, the guidance, the truth, the light, and everything that we need in our life. So the Holy Spirit has is coming, he's saying, to, and later we'll talk about how he's coming to convict people of their sins, and then when they become Christians, he wants to guide them and direct them and help them. Jesus was telling them and that all who follow them, not only them that he's talking to directly, but he was speaking to everyone who would follow Christ, that the Holy Spirit will help, will bless, will direct, and will lead them. Now, get that down. That's so important to understand. When the Holy Spirit operates, he's doing things to help us. Now, let's look at verse number eight. Here's what it says. 
And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and the coming judgment. Verse 9, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Now, Jesus is talking to followers of him. He's talking to Christians. He's talking to those who have committed their life to Jesus Christ and have promised to serve him. So he makes it very clear to them that when the Holy Spirit came, the Holy Spirit is the one that convicted them of the sin in their life, didn't condemn them, only convicted them of the sin in their life and wanted them to then follow Christ through various instructions and guidance that the Holy Spirit would give us. And and he said in verse 9, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. So that's the sin the Holy Spirit needs to convict us of in order to become born-again believers. When Jesus used the word convict, he was referring to everyone who was not a Christian in the world. That's the conviction he's talking about. I believe now that after we become followers of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit from that day on helps us, comforts us, encourages us, That means he helps us to overcome the world and to overcome the challenges in our life, to become more than conquerors, to become followers of Jesus Christ who will live the abundant life that he talked about in the book of John chapter 10 and verse number 10 that I've given in prior podcasts. Let me just share it with you real quickly here for those who are new to this podcast. In John 10, 10, Jesus says, the devil has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. But he said, but I have come to give people life and give it to them more abundantly. That's the life that he wants us to live. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us overcome and to live the abundant life. When I say that the Holy Spirit helps us and comes comforts us and encourages us, that means he helps us to overcome our challenges. He's not hanging around just to convict us and condemn us and make our life miserable. Now stay with me on this. That does not mean that after we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we will never sin. No, we will sin. We will fall into temptation and we'll sin. And we need to ask God to forgive us of that. Now that doesn't, that forgiveness is not asked for salvation. We've already been saved. Jesus has already given his life for us. We've repented of our sins. He's forgiven us of our sins. But when we make a mistake, I would like to say, I'm sorry, Lord, I messed up on that one. Please forgive me. And that's as far as I take it. That doesn't mean I'm getting saved every time I say, please forgive me. That's so important to understand. And when we become Christians, we, we're going to sin. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that we shouldn't do. And anyone listening in knows what I'm talking about. We've all done that. But when we sin, after we're believers, when we sin, the Holy Spirit will not condemn us, but he will lead us to live a righteous, godly life. Now, I also believe the Holy Spirit will help us in our entire life, throughout the rest of our life, once we become followers of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live and dwell in us. The Word of God tells us that. And He's there to help us and guide us through the rest of our life. He's helping us how to live close to God. Now, in John chapter 16 and verse 13, in the New Living Translation, listen to these words. Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. See, the Holy Spirit here is here to help and to guide and direct. Some people think the Holy Spirit is there and he's got a big hammer that he wants to hit us over the head if we do something wrong. That is not correct. The Holy Spirit wants to guide us and direct us. And when we make a mistake, he will convict us of that mistake and we need to ask for forgiveness to get over that and making that dumb decision or doing that stupid thing. It's like asking someone, I'm sorry I said that. 
It, you know, it's as simple as that. Just, I'm sorry that happened in my life. I don't want it anymore. I need to get out of my life. Please help me. Then in verse, verse 15 of John chapter 16, we read this. The Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. That's what Jesus is saying. The Holy Spirit's here to help you and give you guidance and directs to be your advocate. He's going to be your counselor and your comforter and all that. And he's going to tell us whatever he received from Jesus. So remember, Jesus says, when I leave, I'm going to leave you a comforter. I'm going to leave you an advocate. Someone's going to be there to help you and direct you. And that's what the Holy Spirit does in our life. Now we can see how, why, and when the Holy Spirit's help is needed in our life. The help that we need to overcome. Now we need to look at what the difference is between condemning and convicting. You see, it's so important that we understand the difference between the two. And I mentioned that in the introduction to this and remind you that's a very important point in this particular teaching. And that is that there is a huge difference between condemnation and convicting. The Holy Spirit never condemns us. Now listen to that. I said the Holy Spirit never condemns us. Satan is the one who condemns us. He's the one who tries to condemn us. But Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 said, there is now no condemnation in those who are followers of Jesus Christ. So if there's no condemnation in followers of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit lives and dwells in us, the Holy Spirit will not and cannot condemn us. But Satan will try to. He's always going to try and come after us and condemn us because like I said earlier, he's come to do what? To kill, to steal, and destroy. And he's the one who loves to try and condemn us. He comes to kill and he tries to wipe us out physically, spiritually, financially, our marriages, everything in our life, he wants to destroy it. The Holy Spirit convicts sinners to repent of their sins. That's how we all become Christians. The Bible tells us that the only way that we can become a Christian is if the Holy Spirit draws us or convicts us of the sin in our life and we need to confess those sins and receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit is the one that convicts sinners to repent of their sins. But after we become Christians, he's not speaking condemnation and judgment upon us. Now, the Holy Spirit guides us after we become Christians. He directs us if we yield to him. See, many times the Holy Spirit's trying to do something in our life and we ignore it. We just go about doing what we want to do. We pray, Lord, guide me and direct me. Tell me what I should do. And then we push and push and push to do something and it doesn't get done. Get done. And so then we say, Lord, why aren't you answering this prayer? Well, he is answering this prayer. He doesn't want you to have it. He doesn't want you to do that. He's not ready. You're not ready for it now. Or we're not ready to deal with that situation. The Holy Spirit is guiding us and helping us as to how to pray and what we should pray about and then ask God to direct us through the leading of the Holy Spirit so that he can then guide us. Now, I want to look at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 23. You know, there's so much to talk about in this particular podcast. I could see expanding this to a couple of other ones. We'll just see how the Holy Spirit leads us. But there's so much to talk about to get people to understand exactly what the Holy Spirit's role in us, in our life is, in order to help us to overcome and live that abundant life. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23, the Apostle Paul wrote this. I'm reading it out of the New Living Translation. Here's what he said. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Wow. Verse 24, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. That tells you what the Holy Spirit wants to do, not to condemn us. The Holy Spirit does not beat us up when we make a mistake. He doesn't slap us. 
I'm going to refer to something I used to go to when I was a kid. There, We'd go to the Arizona State Fair, and there would be this game where there was this little box you stood over, and there were like six or seven holes, and you'd get a rubber mallet. And, and the guy would turn the machine on, and these little, like, little, little mice, mouse heads or something would pop up, and you'd take your rubber mallet, and you'd hit this plastic head and knock it back down in the hole. And, and when you did that, you got points. And the, the more successful you were, the more points you got, the bigger prize that you got. Well, sometimes I think people think, that God or the Holy Spirit is standing with a giant mallet over our head and when we make a mistake or do something wrong, he's going to smack us with it. Well, that's not how God operates. That's not how the Holy Spirit operates in our life. So we need to get rid of that thought. Here, let me ask you another question. How does the Holy Spirit lead us? I talk a lot about let the Holy Spirit lead us or guide us and direct us and all that good stuff, comfort us and all that. Well, how does he do that? Well, let me give you a couple scriptures I think that'll be beneficial. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 18, Here's what it says. Paul's writing these words. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law, which means you're not under condemnation because that's what the law did. The law was a bunch of rules and regulations that no one could live under in the Old Testament. No one could live under that. That's why Jesus came, that he would take on the sins of the world so that all we had to do was commit ourselves to him and be led by him through the Holy Spirit who was left to comfort us and help us. And so therefore, we are led, if we're led by the Spirit, then we're not under those old rules and regulations and laws that we had to do this and had to do that and had to do this. We just simply have to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, repent of our sins, and live a godly life and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, chapter 8 and verse 14 says this, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. So if we're being led by the Holy Spirit, and He speaks to us and guides us, He speaks to us directly into our heart and our mind. He speaks to us when we hear a scripture that we read or that someone speaks out. When we go to church and we hear the pastor preach a sermon and something speaks to us, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to us. When you hear a song or a worship song that you really enjoy, that you really like, and it speaks and ministers to you, the Holy Spirit is then leading us through through that song even, the direction that we should take in our life. Psalm 143 verse 10 is another one that helps us uh, understand how the Holy Spirit leads. That's Psalm 143 verse 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. You see, when God's directing us, we're on solid level ground. We're not hanging over a cliff or hang on the edge. We're on solid ground. We have a firm foundation in God's word and we're relying on the Holy Spirit to guide us, to teach us, and to help us in our life. Now here are some things that we must do to hear from the Spirit of God. These are additional things I think that we need to think about. Number one, worship the Lord in song and prayer. That's what we need to do to hear from the Spirit of God. We need to first learn how to worship the Lord in song and in prayer. Psalm 100, it says this, enter his courts with praise. And if we do that first, if that's the number one thing we do anytime we approach God is we enter his courts with praise. Father, I praise you and thank you for who you are. I give you all praise and glory and honor. And then start with our prayer request. We're starting on the right footing to hear from the Holy Spirit. We need to go to church and be around other Christians. We need to attend a good, solid church teaching the Word of God. Be there in order to be fed by the Holy Spirit and lead you. See, I went to church this morning. When I did, 
I was having a good day. The day was fine. But when the preacher got up and preached, he started talking about living a good life and living a positive life and being a person who confesses positive things in his life. And he encouraged us and told us how to think about good things and think like the Bible tells us, think on those things that are good and true and noble and pure. And that was the sermon today. And it blessed me and it touched me. And it just kind of checked in my spirit that, am I doing that? And all of a sudden, I felt this little conviction to the Holy Spirit saying, you know, you might want to check on this thing, the way you feel about that particular situation or person. And I wrote a little note to, to remind myself that I need to think about that. And so when I got home, I told my wife, you know, this is something I think that we need to talk about. It's, it's minor, but nonetheless, I feel the Holy Spirit gave me some instruction and to give me some conviction, if you will, to correct something that I needed to have in my life. And so we prayed about it. And it wasn't between us. It was just some little situation that popped up. And I just thank the Lord that that came. But that came because I was in a situation where I could hear from the Holy Spirit through a man preaching the Word of God. And it touched my life and it helped me. And it helped me to hear from the Spirit of God. All right, number two, James chapter four, verses seven through 10 in the New Living Translation. And I'm just gonna read maybe just one verse. So humble yourself before God. What did I say this is all about? Here are some things we need to do in order to hear from the Holy Spirit. Humble yourself before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. We need to say, Satan, you have no control over me. You have no right bothering me. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Get behind me. Move away from me. I want no part of you. I've come to worship God. I've come to seek God. I've come to live this day in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. I ask this in Jesus' name. Here's a third thing I think that we need to do when we want to hear from the Holy Spirit. Read the Word of God daily and clean it for your life for your particular need. You know, a lot of times we read the Word of God and it's wonderful, but we don't say, Father, that's mine. I claim that. That's something that I need. I want that in my life. And I believe we need to apply the Word of God to our life. I know I say a lot of times in, in these podcasts to read the Word of God and pray daily. And I have to say that because that's that's what our life needs to be. It needs to be filled with prayer. It needs to be filled with seeking God's word and reading it. But when you read it, don't just read it as if you're reading it for someone else. Reading it for you and claim it for your need. And then wait and see. You watch. The Holy Spirit will speak to you and help you and guide you. Number four, when it comes to hear from the Holy Spirit, repent of mistakes and errors you've made in your life. Forgive others and ask them to forgive you. We need to enter into God's court with thanksgiving and praise. I said that earlier, but we also need to have enter into God's court seeking the Holy Spirit, guidance and direction with being set free of unforgiveness or anger or problems or mistakes that we made. Just, Father, I'm sorry. I've made mistakes. I've made. I've done the dumb thing here. I didn't handle that real well. I could have said that, done something better there. Could you just help me? And that's what the Holy Spirit said to do. He's not going to condemn me and, and convict me and say, well, now you've sinned and you're, now you're going to go to hell. That is not what he does. He is going to help me. He is going to comfort me, give me guidance, and give me directions to know which direction I need to take in my life. Now, to kind of wrap this up, because I'm, I know I'm talking a little fast today. I Sometimes you can tell when I get excited, I talk fast. And so you should hear me in, in church all the years that I was preaching. My wife would sometimes say, slow down. She kind of, I look at her sitting in front of me out in the first pew, and she'd be sitting there, or the, the seats in the, in the auditorium. And she'd kind of smile. And when she'd smile, she'd kind of take her hand and kind of put it like down, move the hand. What she's saying is slow down, you know, because I'm going. And I appreciated that. I really did. Because when I get excited, I talk fast. And I'm really excited about this 
podcast today. I'm I'm very excited about it because I want all of us to be led of the Holy Spirit to live the overcoming life. I want us to be led of the Holy Spirit to move into abundant living. Jesus talked about it. I want it and I want it for you. Okay, let's look at what the Holy Spirit wants to do in our life. Listen to this. He loves us. He cheers for us. He wants us to succeed. You think you think the Holy Spirit that way? I do. I don't think of, when I think of the Holy Spirit convicting me, that was of my sin, to get it out of my life and remove it. And he also then has conviction to keep me on track. Not to beat me up or condemn me, but to keep me on track because he loves me and he's he's my biggest cheerleader and he wants me to succeed. The Holy Spirit does not condemn followers of Christ. He doesn't condemn us. We accept him or we reject him. If we reject him, God then says you cannot enter into the to, to heaven. You can't go to heaven if you reject the Holy Spirit's drawing you. That's the only that's the unforgivable sin. I have many people tell me, well, what is this unforgivable sin that I've heard about? Well, it's it's called blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, or it's also known as, it was just the same thing, rejecting the Holy Spirit. God sent the Holy Spirit into the world to draw us in, to convict us of our sins. If we reject that, then we're rejecting God, and it is an unforgivable sin because we're denying Christ in our life. All right, I hope that's clear. That's for another podcast sometime to go maybe a little deeper into that. But the Holy Spirit does not condemn followers of Christ. The Holy Spirit convicts Christians of their righteousness in Christ. That's what his conviction is. The Holy Spirit helps us make decisions if we ask him. And that if is a big word. That's a huge word. Because if we don't ask him, then he can't help us. I've told you before in business, I've had a lot of things in business that I did where I had a, a plan of attack. I felt the Lord was wanted us to make take these steps and go in this direction and do this, do that, do, do, do item number one, number two, number three, number four, and make sure I've done all that. That's my due diligence, so I'm doing things properly. And I've had times when I did that and was led by the Holy Spirit and had a successful project. And there were times when I did it on my own because I wasn't listening to the Holy Spirit. I wasn't listening to the guidance and direction He gave me to make good decisions in business, and I would suffer for it and have problems and challenges for that. So the Holy Spirit helps us make decisions if we ask him. All right, the Holy Spirit helps us to do right and not do wrong. Now, that's pretty blunt. That's pretty straight, right? But he does. He he helps us to do what's right in life and to avoid doing what's wrong. The Holy Spirit is not standing over us to jump on us when we make a mistake. The Holy Spirit is God's grace and mercy in action, but we must follow his instruction. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, and sometimes he speaks to us when we're praying and asking for guidance and direction, and we feel that maybe God's not hearing us. It's not that God's not hearing us, it's just that we are not focused in enough in order to just pull away from our self-thoughts and our own mind and our own plans and our own activities and get the scriptures out and say, God is a very present help in times of trouble. If I get confused in my prayer time sometimes and I'm saying, Lord, how should I handle this or how should I do that? I like Psalm 46. Psalm 46 says that he's a very present help in times of trouble. So when I need help, I just go to God and ask for that. Then I feel like I've reconnected with the Holy Spirit to help me to stay focused, to be open to his leading, his guidance, and his instructions and his direction. Because Jesus said, I'm going to leave him for you so that you'll get comfort and you'll get help and you'll get guidance. And he's going to help you live the kind of life that you know you need to live, the kind of life that will draw you closer to God the Father. 
So as I wrap this up, I'm going to go back and read a scripture that means a lot to me. Matter of fact, it's it's been very powerful in my life, especially the last several months. And it's in Romans 8.1, where it says, there's no condemnation for followers of Christ. You know, when we're talking about overcoming and we're talking about abundant living, we've got to believe that God wants to bless us. And we've got to believe that the devil has no control and no authority over us. And we can take authority over him in Jesus' name and live the life that God wants us to live. And so we've got to understand and believe that whatever challenges faces our life, the devil is the, the one who then wants to condemn. God is the one who wants to bless. He wants to help us. Once we become Christians and followers of Jesus Christ, and we did it under the conviction and leading of the Holy Spirit to be convicted of our sins, to get that out of our life, those sins are removed and they'll never be remembered again. Hebrews 8.12 tells that. It basically says, and I will forgive their wickedness and I will never remember their sins. When we're forgiven of our sins, they're never remembered again by God. Now, if we do something stupid, God sees that. And I think we need to deal with it and say, Lord, sorry, I did that. And, and just move on. You don't have to repent again. You need to ask for you know complete cleansing and all this good stuff. You just simply have to say, I'm sorry. I need to get out of that out of my life. Would you help me? Holy Spirit, help me not to do that. It's, it's like a person when they get saved. Just because a person gets, does, gets saved doesn't mean that they're going to become perfect people. They're not. They're just forgiven. They're not perfect. Not at all. But when a person gets saved, they may still have problems in their life. They may still have a problem with swearing. They may have a, a problem with gambling. They've given their heart to Christ. Christ has forgiven them. They want to get that stuff out of their life. And so there needs to be a process where the Holy Spirit can help them to get that swearing out of their life, to get that gambling addiction out of their life, to get that alcohol out of their life. That doesn't mean they're getting saved all over again every time they pray. But it simply means that once we give our life to Jesus Christ, all of our past sins are forgiven, never to be remembered again. The Bible says as far removed from us, as far as the east is from the west, never be remembered again. That's so important and that's crucial to believe that. But but if you're having a problem, you're still struggling with something, then we need to have the Holy Spirit to help us. And we need to ask him for comfort, for direction and guidance. And when we do that, we're going to be blessed and we're going to be moving into a, a realm of of overcoming, being an overcomer over all of these things that in the past have caused us difficulty and challenges. And we're going to live that abundant life that Christ wants us to have. So I need to close this up. So just let me pray for you and I'll continue in the next podcast. We're going to talk about why overcoming is really abundant living. So we'll get into that in the next podcast, but let me just pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for those who listened in today. I pray you would bless them and keep them. And I pray, Father, that your face would shine upon them, be gracious in them, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you would help them to live that overcoming life and understand that the Holy Spirit is there to help and to guide and direct and to comfort and give counsel, not to beat us up and not to make us feel that we're losers and that we have no hope and no future. Just the opposite. The Holy Spirit is there to give us direction. He wants to bless us. He wants to cheer for us. He wants us to to be successful. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to, to have an overcoming life and understand what Jesus meant when it was when he talked about living that abundant life. Matter of fact, living more abundantly. And when the Bible tells us that, that we're more than conquerors, I pray that those listening in would receive that message today and the Holy Spirit would guide them and direct them into that, that they'll understanding that, that it's coming from God, that, that peace that they're starting to feel is the power of the Holy Spirit moving in their life and helping them and comforting them. Now bless them, Father. And if you've got challenges and difficulties, Lord, when this podcast is over, May they just simply put their hand on their own heart and on their chest and just say, Father, I need that. I need that 
word that I heard today. I need those scriptures in me to help me to live the life that you want me to live. And I thank you for it. Now bless them and keep them, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd just like to give you a, a very quickly a little information about what Quality Christian Living is about. If you'd like to know more about this podcast, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, the front page will have a link to the podcast. This is my 265th podcast, and there's a there's a bunch of topics that we've covered. We've covered the subject of finances, of getting out of debt, of operating a Christian business, how to walk in the Spirit, and how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, how to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. We've talked about miracles and faith, and how to have faith for miracles, and just a number of topics that I have believe will help people. I was a pastor for 20 years in one location, and in that period of time, the Lord has put upon my heart to teach people the various aspects of living a quality Christian life, and that's what this this whole podcast is about. If you'd like to know more about the things that I've written, on my webpage, you can scroll down a little bit, and you'll see a number of books listed there that I've written dealing with subjects of faith and finances and even help for veterans and various topics like that. I hope they'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up right now and I'm going to pray and uh, just, just a blessing over you. That's all it is. Father, I pray that you would bless those who are listening in. May you bless them and keep them. May your face shine upon them, Father, and be gracious unto them and give them peace. And may whatever they do prosper, Father. May they prosper in all things and be in good health even as they prosper. Bless and keep them, I pray, Father. Thank you for this time and thank you for being with us throughout it. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance and direction. I'll give you the praise for it now in Jesus' name. Bless these folks, I pray. So until next time, I pray that you'll be blessed. May God richly bless you in all that you do. This has been David Friend, the host of Quality Christian Living. This was podcast number 265. It was entitled, The Holy Spirit Helps Us to Overcome. Thank you once again for listening in. May God bless you.